You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Everyone and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network, and of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest Talk Show. And today, I am broadcasting from simply sunny and beautiful and hot Atlanta, Georgia. I am so excited uh, that you made a decision to tune in today, and you know, I just believe that the Spirit of God has attracted you here, and that your life will change, you'll be transformed, and you just receive that one thing, that one missing ingredient that you've been searching for to really um, begin to move into an abundant and purposeful life. Well, how are you doing today? Uh, wow, it is simply a beautiful day here in the ATL in Atlanta, Georgia. I am in my office looking out of the window and the sun is just just beaming through. And uh, boy, is it summertime in the South. I have a great show for you today. Uh, I have Michelle Joy and she's going to be talking about how to create miracles happiness and joy in your life using the law of attraction anybody interested so uh, before we get to that i want to share with you an email from a listener and i want you to think about your own life so i want to take some time to answer his email but before we get to that i want to remind you you know i talk a lot about my coaching but uh, i'm really going to begin sharing more about my leadership training and uh, my motivational speaking. Of course, you can go to fulfillingyourpurpose.com and look at my extensive clientele. I have trained in Fortune 500 organizations as well as the, the, the private sector, government, uh, women's organizations, Chamber of Commerce, you name it. So if you have uh, an event coming up, I would love to partner with you to help make that a success. And what I do is I allow Line my training or my speaking with your company's mission statement or whatever your objectives might be for this event. I really customize the training and or a speech. You have objectives, outcomes, etc. Just last weekend, I went to Dalton, Georgia, and I was dealing uh, and coaching and training for half a day on um, when you don't deal with your stuff, your stuff deals with you. And I was talking to wonderful foster parents who are really um, taking people out of the foster care environment and taking them into their own homes. But I talked a lot about, you know, making good choices. How do you have a balanced life? And it was so interesting because those people said, I've never heard some of that stuff. So let me come in and make you look good. Uh, I'm very credentialed. I have a proven track record. 
uh, just go to my website and look under speaking and you can see some of my clientele and shoot me an email and let's talk about it. So I want you guys to remember to um, follow me on social media. On Instagram is LOA Constance, uh, the same for Twitter. And on Facebook, it is Coach with Constance. And you know, I've been doing Facebook Lives. And this upcoming week, I'm going to do Facebook Live at 8, 8 p.m. on Wednesday night. So that is July 3rd. I'm going to be doing Facebook Live. And you can uh, uh, tune in or, or look and just ask me some questions. Do I have anything else? I think that is it. So let me answer this listener's question. And I'm not going to read the whole email. But what he said was, I've been working for a Fortune 500 company in the U.S. for uh, the last 20 years. And he was given a letter of termination and downsizing after what he felt was extraordinary um results on his part he said that all of his evaluations were always great and there were no signs that anything was wrong he said he just seemingly came out of the blue i wasn't there so i cannot verify that so his question to me is how do i move on and not keeping attracting the same situation in my life and uh I just want to say to this listener, thank you so much for your question. You know, uh, I don't know all of the details. And one thing that people ask me is, did I attract this into my life? And this is what I say to people. I don't know the answer to that. But whether you attracted it or not, you can decide how you are going to process what has just happened to you. So for any of you right now who are going through changes or going through transition, I want you to listen up as I answer this uh, gentleman's email. So, sir, I'm going to say to you, thank you for sending that in. And so that is a difficult situation. I've been there and done that. It's, It's hurtful. It's painful. And so the question you ask me is, how do you move on? I think that the process of moving on, which is releasing the old and begin moving into the new uncertainty, is just that it's a process. And I, I think that uh, for it's different for different people. And we have to decide when we're in really difficult situations, how are we going to move through this process And what is the story that we've been telling ourselves, which is it was wrong, it was low down, I was a good worker, or maybe my husband left me, or or maybe uh, my friend betrayed me. So in whatever new situation you're in, you've got to decide what is the new story that you want to, to create. And, and you said that you were in the process of filing a lawsuit. 
And I'm going to say to you, anytime uh, I talk to people that are involved in lawsuits, you really need to be careful about balancing your feelings and your focus because you have split energy. So over here, you're talking about the lawsuit and, and I believe in justice and equity and all of the above. But when you're finished talking about that to your attorney, where's your focus? Because we know that whatever you focus in on, whatever new story you begin to tell yourself from this situation is what's going to happen to you. So these are just some things I want to share with you. Uh, we know that every change begins with thought. And so thought creates a new vibration. So you're going to have to take your attention away from the fact that you will let go and, and begin placing it on your new reality or the desire that you want, because we know that your vibration must match where you are going. But if you're not putting out there where you want to go, your vibration just sort of stays the same. So if you are consumed with being upset, mad, angry, and all of your emotions are going there, how are you going to really create something new? I put something on a social media today and I said, do not observe your reality created. Uh, so we know that everything is vibrational first before its manifestation. And and any new thing you want to create, sir, must be in the receptive mode. So if you are in a mood of, oh, my God, I was mistreated and you're feeling like a victim, you can switch and change that to I'm going to be a winner here. I'm going to go to the next level and create something different. Because all of you, if you want to change any situation, you have to stop beating the drum of of the vibration of what has happened to you and what you don't have and how you've been believing, but it ain't happened. So when you keep thinking, talking, and feeling about what's missing in your life, when you're looking at what's missing in your life, you're going to get more of that. So your attention and our attention really keeps us hypnotized. Reality just keeps us, oh my God, look at what I don't have. And as I said earlier, don't be observer of your reality, sir. Begin to create it. Because what is, is old news. I remember working at IBM and uh, the big Fortune 500 company. And I worked in the marketing department. A lot of people were let go, downsized. They were really angry at the company, but they were given a service package. And so for the first time, people had time off they began to be quiet meditate and I can't even begin to tell you how many people started new businesses from that particular situation so even the Bible talks about forgetting the former things and not remembering the things of old because we know whatever you focus on you create so sir and anybody else who's in a situation you can choose to think about that it doesn't matter where you started matters where you finish and most people who've been really successful had really exceptionally difficult times you're going to have to decide that is this situation going to bur bury you I got that out or is it going to plant you 
so if you bury it, that means that it's over with and it's dead. But if you've been planted into a new vibration, a new way of thinking, that means that something good is going to come out of this for you. So you always gain from your experiences. You never let them rob or take from you. So I believe, sir, you're going to have to really embrace uncertainty of your current situation. It's going to be a whole different routine for you because when you've been getting accustomed to getting up and going to work every day, that's a routine. You know, that was your family. So but think of it like this. It's a time for you to tap into untapped creativity that you may not have had time to really tap into because you were so busy. Uh, think of all the new possibilities that you have to explore. I can do this because you do say that you have money to live on for six months. The question is, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? What would that look like? You don't have to know how, but just begin exploring thinking about because we know that that everything switches and changes first with what your vibration so all of you listening if you are in a new job or you in a new relationship or you want to change don't be hypnotized by by what is you know don't just observe reality create it by what you think by your mood by what you feel, not focusing in on what's missing, but focusing in on what do I desire for my life? What do I want for my life? You don't have to know how. What would that look like? And just begin focusing in on that, feeling that, being grateful for this experience. Even though it feels really yucky, being grateful for that relationship, even though you might have felt like that it, uh, uh, that person betrayed you. What is the upgrade? What is God saying to you? How do you need to change your thinking? How do you need to switch your perspective so that uh, you are not just observing your reality, you are creating it? Hey, guys, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So we're going to uh, take these quick commercial breaks, and then we're going to come back, and I'm going to uh, interview a Miss Michelle, and she's going to share with you how to create miracles, happiness, and joy. So stay tuned. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Okay, everybody, I'm back and uh, really excited about my guest today. 
my very special guest is Michelle Joy, and she is the author of Thrive and Shine, How to Find Happiness When Life Falls Apart. And don't we all want to know that? And that uh, she's a law of attraction coach, and I'm going to let her tell more about herself and uh, really excited for all of you listeners to hear uh, the insight and the revelation that she's going to share with us today. So Michelle Joy, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Oh, thank you. It is such an honor to be here. I'm so excited. So excited. Thank you for I having me. I can tell. <laughs> what, what tell our listeners a little bit about you and then we're going to get into your book. Okay. Um, well, you know, I wrote the book after my divorce, after surviving, you know, getting through a difficult transition in life, which most of us, I think, fall into law of attraction when we come into that place of like, I need something better in my life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what really changed my life was I had a spiritual awakening through meditation. And that happened, um, I've only been meditating for three months, I didn't actually believe um, and God at the time, believe it or not, he did not grow up with religion or spirituality. And so I was just an open book. Right. So, but through that, uh, one time I was sat and I just got a little deeper and through that I found this little, little slither of light. It was like so tiny, but it was this amazing feeling of love. It was overpowering. It was, and what was amazing about it, Constance, it was more than just a opening, um, of, of this love, but it was this like knowing of who I am. It was truly an awakening. And what happened after that, I became obsessed with near-death experience for some reason. I think because I experienced what everyone else experienced after a near-death experience is this beautiful, like life is so beautiful. The greens are greener, the blues are bluer. And I felt so alive. And, you know, at the time I was working as a nurse, never thought I would leave nursing. It was my passion. But after that time, I literally felt drawn into a new life. And, you know, I started, I became a certified soul coach where, um, again, it was like this draw, like, I don't even know why I'm doing this, but I knew I felt drawn. Uh, Denise Lynn was my soul coaching teacher and she just changed my life. Um, Then I later on started teaching the law of attraction, one of those divine moments, right? And I know you, you believe in the divine powers that be that, that guide us. And so this group that I took over was called the law of attraction for happiness. And I never been to the group. I never taught a group in my life. And here I was taking over this group because someone emails us, someone want to take it over. And I'm like, yes, I'll take it over. And even though I'm like, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but teaching that group really changed my life because law of attraction has become an absolute passion slash obsession. And I do believe after that spiritual awakening that that is what God has asked me to do. And again, I have to preface this by saying I didn't believe in God before the spiritual awakening. And then after I knew God, like knew so much, like there's no doubt in my mind that spirit is here to guide us. So my life is always since then, that was uh, in 2011, since then I've been fully guided and I quit nursing about a year ago. I was a hospice nurse was my last job. And now I'm doing this full time. So congratulations. Um, that, that's an amazing story. And for yeah. listeners, I just want you to hear how God is always a nudging. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say he's courting or spirit, whatever you want. It's courting, mm-hmm. it's, it's pulling, it's looking for avenues and pathways for you to experience who he is so that you are no more fully who you are. 
Absolutely. And, and so you have the perfect last name, Michelle, Michelle Joy. Uh-huh. That is, that's the right name for you, uh, young exactly. lady. And so let's talk about your book. Um, it's so interesting. And so for any listener who's going through a tough time right now, what are some things that you can share from your book? Well, I think that what I did with my book is I literally took uh, the process that I went through to okay. try to shine. So I, cause I only can teach what I've been through and I found that there were steps that I took. And so each chapter I explain through my own experience how someone else can also thrive and shine. So, you know, like the first thing we need to do is love ourselves. You know, that was the biggest downfall. I think for most of us, you know, if you ask someone, say, do you love yourself? I used to ask my patients that, do you love yourself? And they'd be like, well, no. I used to do mirror work because I learned that through Louise Hay and I'll have them, you know, look in a mirror and say, I love you. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. I, I can't do that. So that's the starting point. And that was my starting point is I needed to love myself because I would not have dealt with that kind of a relationship if I really love myself. So, but every chapter builds on on itself. You know, I also go into more depth as far as, um, you know, law of attraction and spirituality and all the divine messages that are given to us. So it's, it's really about, you know, yes, life can fall apart and it's hard, but oh, hold on. Like this is where the good stuff is, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. That's so, where we grow. Yeah. So, so I like to bring, you know, I'm real specific. So I, I noticed that for some, for a listener who might feel like, okay, all of that sounds good. I know one of your first captions is self-awareness. So mm-hmm. th- th- that yeah. means that they need to do what for somebody in Africa who may feel hopeless, somebody in Asia who may be living in poverty. Mm-hmm. What Break that down. What would mm-hmm. that look like for them? Yeah, this is a really good question because truly all of us have that diamond within us that is who we really are. And in order to tap into that diamond, you need to sit and listen to yourself. You need to know who you are and get get really real about who you are. So what I did through, like, that's why I started meditating. So I'm like, I need to know who I am. And I would start my meditation practice and say, who am I? I want to know who I am and not that, you know, that part of me that scared this is I don't want to look at you. I said, no, I really want to know who you are. And when you tap into that diamond, that, that perfect part of who you are, which I believe is our spiritual selves or soul. When you know who that person, that being is, then everything, it's almost like, um, you know, we're in plaster, right? And there's plaster all over us. And then once you realize you connect with that inner self, that soul of who you are, that plaster breaks free and it goes away and then you shine. And that's the feeling you get once you sit with yourself. And that's the hardest thing, Constance, for people is they don't want to sit with themselves. Don't, do, you, do you hear that from people? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> And so I would say for listeners, sounds like uh, that Michelle is saying that, you know, just being still. uh, I I love what Russell Simmons said, the hip hop mogul, when he said there is profit in stillness. Mm. And so he ain't he's not just talking about money, honey. He's talking about there's profit in all areas of your life. And so if if you could sit still, meditate, whatever that would look like for you, then the spirit will begin to speak to you. You'll get little nudges, you know, little little um, how to's and all of the above. Yeah. And honestly, I I sat with myself and I did not want to look at 
look at myself. So it took a while to get the courage to go meditate. I thought about it and learned about it and, you know, researched about it for probably three months before I actually sat down to meditate. But meditation really was the biggest game changer for me. Obviously, I had my spiritual awakening. But um, knowing who I was was key because I lived in denial land. I said, talk about a lot of my book, how denial land, Mr. Denial was my boyfriend. Like I didn't want to deal with anything. And what happens is when you don't see yourself, you're never, you can't, you can't heal. But when you get through that, when you sit with it and that fear is not this big monster, we make it be, but it's actually a very thin veil that when you sit with it and you face it, it goes away. And then on the other side is just pure beauty. It's just amazing. Okay. And then you talked about prepared to shift. So if somebody is in a difficult time right now, how can they, what are some things that they can do to begin to shift? Well, I think a lot of it is, you know, practicing the self-love and just focusing on their being their divine being, their divine selves. I think that's the, the st- I heard uh, Neil Donald Walsh say the biggest problem with society is people don't know that they're spiritual beings. And mm-hmm. that's how I see it is when I knew I was a spiritual being, I was able to then listen to the guidance. I was able to shift into a better life because I knew I wasn't alone. So to me, when you shift and, and, and know who you really are through you know, taking them down those layers, but also knowing you're a spiritual being and then listening to where spirit is guiding you and understanding your intuition. And that's a hard one, right? People are like, I don't know my intuition, but when you start trusting in the, the, the divine path and the wisdom, like through signs, right? We get signs, there's numerology. I talk a lot about in my book, like the different ways the universe talks to you. Um, but once you're attuned to it, it's, it, you really start shifting even more. It kind of, and like law of attraction, it builds onto itself, right? Right. And, and so, so, so listeners can shift by, you know, sitting still and meditating or, or taking that time to be still and just listening for those little hunches that God is always, I always say God is always trying to get a download to us and through us. Absolutely. And once you feel that, it feels different. That's the thing. When I had my spiritual awakening, I never felt something so clear. Not that I'm saying people need to have a spiritual awakening to feel this. But once you start, what I tell people too is use your imagination. You know, sometimes you're like, okay, I don't know what these messages coming to me if it's my own imagination. It starts with our imagination. Once we start imagining like I would sit there and I'd say, okay, I ask a question to the universe and I wait for an answer and I'm not hearing anything, but then I go, okay, I heard this one thing. Maybe let's go here. And then I start hearing more, more clarity and it, it keeps getting more and more clear. And then I start to see like, wow, that was really good advice. I don't think I really could have come up with that, but it starts with using our imagination. Does that make sense? Absolutely. <laughs> And and so really, uh, you know, for me and what I share with the listeners is that sometimes all you may hear is walk down the street. And then when you walk down the street and look left, you know what you're supposed to do. So it's really acting on those small little nudges and insight and not judging yourself. Because remember, God is on your side and in you and always trying to move you toward wisdom. Right. 
Yes, and, absolutely. And so uh, speaking of, of action, you, you, you talk about inspired action. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference in action and inspired action for listeners? Oh, that's my favorite question because the thing with inspired action, it's this, this really quick, sometimes it, it is, it could be a whisper or sometimes it could be loud. Oftentimes it's a whisper and it's really quick. You get this like bump of like, Oh, that sounds exciting. And you feel excited and you feel your body, you feel it in your body. I tell people, feel it in your body. So if you feel this energy burst, then you know you're onto something. Now, ego action is more of like, oh, I should do that. Oh, you know, it's more of a heavy. So if I tell people, listen to your body, if it feels light and it's happened right away, that's inspired action. If it's heavy, then it's ego action. The problem is, is after five seconds, we, our ego will chime in. And so the inspired action can go away really quickly because you get inspired and you're after five seconds, if you don't take some action, your ego will be like, Oh, but there's this and this and this, we need to do more research. What's the pros and cons, (laughs) but inspired. And for me, inspired action was always that initial hit. And when I listened to it every single time it worked out. And I'm one of those really, um, that's like my superpowers. If I had a cape on, I would be like, you know, miss action girl. Cause I, I don't, I don't have a reflex. Like I get inspired and I do it. And then later on, I'm like, what was I thinking? You know, but I do it anyway. Right. And so, but it's worked out. It really has. Well, you know, I think we are very action oriented people. And I, I personally believe that if people would just sit with themselves, God or spirit will always get through to you. And rather than coercing and trying to make something happen when you take inspired action Mm -hmm. uh it's Mm -hmm. i'm not saying it's easy but it's almost effortless because you are empowered by the spirit to take that action yep yep absolutely it is it feels like something's helping you along the way but ego action feels like you're you're trudging through mud you know it feels i always tell people when you say i should do something Versus like, I'm excited or I'm inspired or, you know, you can just pay attention to language and you'll know what type of action it is. But I do think listening to your body is a huge one. That's so that. true. So true. Yeah. Great insight. And so then you, you talk about some steps to transformation. Let's cover some of those. Uh, we mm-hmm. talked about meditate. Uh, I love the one you talked about. Harness your mind. Why is that important? All that transformational process. Yes. And as as you and I know, law of attraction is about how to manifest what you want through what you think, because every and we know once you think a thought over and over and over again becomes a belief. And so and the great thing is when I tell people about this, they're like, well, gosh, I'm going to, you know, attract bad things. But I said, no, the good thing is, is you have total control of what you put into your mind. Right. So that's but it's a practice. It's like meditation is a practice. Law of attraction is a practice. You have to practice harnessing your mind and taking control. And also people get stuck in their stories, right? They, 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 they have these chronic stories and then they want to keep talking about it over and over again. And that's not going to get them anywhere. So we really have to pay attention to what we're thinking. And I also want to say it does not have to be a hundred percent. In fact, I found that only like 51% of you thinking positive, you go over that hump you are going to start still attracting what you want, even if you're only at 51% positive. And, and you know, um, you know, I, I just like to say that, you know, for someone who might be mired in debt right now or, 
you know, just feeling overwhelmed by finances. You know, every time you say I'm broke, I don't have enough, you know, and just like Michelle said, begin to change your story and, and just begin to think yeah. one thought at a time to begin to change that, to to harness your mind so that you begin to create a new belief system there. Right, right. And it's and it's not easy. I'm not I've never said it's easy. I always tell people and I do, you know, my podcast, I always tell people I get it because I've been through it. But I've also seen and experienced where I just did a little bit more of that positivity. And you know, when we look at our reality, especially like you said, if we're in debt, and we're broke, it's really hard to look beyond that reality. It's hard not to think about it, but that's why I tell people you have to divert your attention, follow your joy, do something totally different, move your body. There's lots and lots of tools, but there are ways to get out of that story. There really are. Yeah. Just this week, just on a personal note, I had something really big happen to me uh, that I was, uh, have been involved with for many, many years. This is a business kind of deal. And mm-hmm. uh, it changed. And I watched myself because I knew I could be fearful or I could begin to say and believe God has another opportunity for mm-hmm. me. There's yeah. something greater for me. There's something more interesting for me. I did that intentionally. So for listeners, you know, mm-hmm. you have to make a decision to intentionally do that. I, I did that today before I got on the call because I am intentionally harnessing my thoughts and my emotions around this situation. Mm, That's awesome. And, you know, I'm a big Abraham Hicks fan. And one thing I love about Abraham is the five steps of Abraham. And, you know, step one is in the contrast. It's that spot that things aren't working well. And don't ever feel bad about the contrast. That's step five. I don't know if you want me to go over all the steps. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Tell them. Tell them the five steps. So so step one is you ask. That's the contrast. So things aren't going right. You you put in that ask. So there's something you don't want on the other end of something you do want. So that's step one. That's happening all the time, which is a great thing, right? We need contrast. So we know what we want. Step two is the universe answers. So it goes to work. Step three is we get into a place of allowing. That's when you follow your joy. You feel good. You get in alignment. Step four is getting really good at staying in alignment. And step five is not feeling bad about going back to step one. And so that is the greatness of life. And this is what I love about law of attraction more than anything. My my goal for people is for them to find joy and happiness through the law of attraction. Because once you stop feeling bad about those bad times and go, oh, well, this is just a wonderful contrast that is showing up. And I know something great is going to come out of it then how could life be bad, right? (laughs) So expound more on um, your insight on the law of attraction. You just gave listeners five steps. So tell Mm -hmm. us, what do you know and where do you feel like people are missing it with the law of attraction and how could they begin to um, experience life differently using the law of attraction, maybe in a different way? Yes, yes. And there there are lots of schools of thought around law of attraction, so I'm glad you asked that. Yeah, I come from the school of thought of more of a I'm divinely guided. Like that is the thing. I come from a very spiritual standpoint, especially after my awakening. I know that my path is going to be laid out for me. All I need to do is follow my joy and to be in alignment and to learn and grow through love. And how could I love more? How, so 
my view on law of attraction is not like I want to manifest this, you know, car, money and all that. And I'm not saying any of that's bad. I do believe that's part of the joy of life. But my thing is more of I'm just going to keep my focus on how to stay in alignment to feel good and follow the inspired action and follow the breadcrumbs. And you know what? God has a far better plan than I could ever imagine. But for that's the part of the attraction. I stay in a good place and then I attract it. I stay in a good place and I attract it. I get wobbly. I have contrast. That's okay. I'm learning. That's my new ask. And then I attract more. So my thing around law of attraction is more of just if you just enjoy the journey. And, you know, as a hospice nurse, I dealt with work with the dying for over 15 years. Mm. It is absolutely the point of life is living is living. It's and getting those wonderful things like the car and the money and all that. I think that's great. I would never say don't be abundant. I mean, I think it's absolutely we all deserve it and we are all capable and able and it's coming to us. It's infinite. But the truth is we want to be happy. That's what people want. They want to be happy. Okay. And so I'm I'm gonna take you back a little bit for you to expound on something. Uh Um, When you say alignment, Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, sh- uh, break that down for people sure. so yeah. that they can understand it. I've had, I probably interviewed everybody, most people on the law of attraction, but still that word alignment sometimes really uh, trips people up. What do you mean yeah. by alignment and what would that look like? Yeah. So good question. So alignment is when you feel fantastic. You're, you feel excited. You feel like invincible in some ways you feel the sense of, you know, I always take look at life like if I'm a 10,000 foot level looking down at my life and that 10,000 foot level, like it's just like, it's good, it's golden. And so you this sense of nothing around you can knock you down. And that's the, that's when you're in truly in alignment. And I get there a lot, especially when I'm doing law of attraction stuff when I'm teaching. I'm really in alignment. But um, alignment is just more of a feeling of all is good. And, you know, people get into alignment just by, you know, hearing a child laugh and it just makes them laugh. You're in alignment. You know, it doesn't have to be some huge amount of things. But if you just stay in alignment for at least, you know, I think Abraham says 17 seconds, you're going to be able to stay in there longer and start attracting more of what you want. And so when we're in that place of alignment, we get clarity, like more, we get inspired ideas and thoughts. We get um, more love. It's all about love. I know um, Rhonda Byrne talks. I love what, the the power as she talks about love, and that's to me is my mission. How I look at life is through love. So when I'm aligned, it's unconditional love. It's I feel energized. I feel invincible. But it's all about how could I serve spirit. So it's to me, it's more of I feel that divine loving energy flow through me. Okay. I hope that. Okay, okay. so yeah, it does. So for mm-hmm. a listener who may be struggling financially, we'll use that as an example. Sure. And they have mountain bills. So mm-hmm. alignment for them would be to be in a place of joy, to look yeah. at all of the good that is in their life, to be yeah. grateful, to, to be thankful, to think about the possibilities. Is that what that would look like? Oh, absolutely. As as alignment. Yeah. And hope. Hope is a big one. I, we haven't mentioned that yet. But, you know, when you're, you, when you have all that financial debt, you feel hopeless, right? That feels terrible. What always made me feel better, especially when I was looking for my soulmate, like all I saw around me was, you know, no good men. And people kept saying there's no good men. I was in my mid thirties with two, two kids. I was a single mom. I'm like, how am I going to find somebody? 
you know, or late thirties. And, um, I just kept hearing stories of where people did find their soulmates. So I think that gave me hope. So someone who's in a financial trouble, hears stories of people who got out of the, you know, where they were financially and, and had a better life. Cause once you hear other people doing it, you know, Oh, I can do it too. And I love that. That gives you hope. Yeah. And you know, faith comes, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing so does hope Mm -hmm. so when you hear something and so so relationships for those of you who may be divorced or you're just like i'm too old or you Mm -hmm. know um my city is so small you know when you hear those stories that michelle was talking about it put it puts hope in your heart. Yeah. And you believe, wow, all things are possible. They're yep. unlimited possibilities. And I just have to choose one probability that love will, will come to me. Yes. And staying in that belief on all areas, whether it's manifesting money or relationship or better health, you know, just believing it is possible. And you hear people's stories and you trust the universe and you have faith in how powerful it is then you know it's going to work out. And then that's, then you enjoy the journey. Even if you don't have the money, you don't have the relationship, you don't have the health, you enjoy your time now because you have the ability to have hope and believe. I'm so glad you said that about enjoying the journey because most people Mm -hmm. (coughs) say, well, once I get that, once I have that, then I'm (laughs) going to be happy. Uh, Expound on just the power of enjoying the journey. And I believe the more you enjoy the journey, the quicker you accelerate and get where you want to go. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Well, I just completed this 365 days of joy. So for every day for a year, Mm -hmm. I showed people that if I'm in my joy, I will start attracting. I want to inspire, of course, others to be in their joy too. And a lot of people did, which I love. But every day I said, okay, I'm going to follow my joy. I'm going to ask joy what what it asked of me. Didn't do that. Or I'm going to look for my joy. And those really bad days, I was very authentic and real in those videos. (laughs) And so those bad days, I said, that's okay. I'm going to look for my joy. And what happened was, is it became... A, a default. It became this, um, like breathing. It became, and, and not only that, I started manifesting. I quit my job, um, as a nurse, you know, a year and I, a year, year and a half ago. And I started the, the videos about three months later. And in one year's time, I can't even tell you how many great things have come to me in my business, but I really, really give credit to being in that joy because you attract it. Yeah, yeah, you do. And, and so so that means that you're turning away from negative appearances. Yes. And you're focusing in on intentionally all of the good. Thank yes. you for that. And you're joyful. Like today, it's a breezy day in the ATL Atlanta. It's uh-huh. not too hot and humid. And I just sat outside while my dog was sunbathing. Y'all, I have to take her outside and let girlfriend sunbathe. And while she, I was sitting under the shade tree and I just closed my eyes and felt just the wind blowing. And I was just like, God, thank you. You know, that was a joyful moment. So for listeners, the more you could intentionally look for that and embrace that, immerse yourself in that, the quicker whatever you want will, will manifest in your life. Absolutely. And, and let's also say the joy to me and what you just said are the small things. 
joy is, is, it's like listening to the birds in the morning. I love hearing the birds. I live by a forested area. I'm in Portland, Oregon. and I, The forest is my backyard and I hear the birds every morning and my neighbor has goats and I love going seeing they have a baby goat and so much joy. And so joy is not something we think we need to go for, you know, a ride on a yacht or, you know, go on a trip to Paris. Joy is the small things. It yeah. Really and and it's a decision to be joyful. Yes, it's a choice. Yes, and that's what I learned over the year. Because there's days, Constance, I really didn't feel joy at all because I'm human. And uh, I at the first at the beginning first hundred days, I, I was like, okay, I'm just trudging through it. And finally, my brother said to me, he goes, you know, you need to like look for your joy. You can't wait for it to always come to you. If you're not feeling, it, you have to look for it. And then I became more intentional. Yeah, and sure enough. It was great. And to me, animals, I love they have a dog. Animals to me are the greatest joy factors. <laughs> I love animals. Well, you know, and I tell people, they're like, oh, you're always so motivated. I'm like, no, I'm not. And even some days when I pray and meditate and have my quiet time, I may not feel like doing it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like if I'm going to run or walk today, I may not feel like doing it initially. But then mm -hmm. once you're mm -hmm. in it, it will happen. So for listeners, don't be ruled by your emotions. Know that you will create it to receive joy. And like Michelle said, look for it. Yeah. And yeah. be grateful for it. Anything yeah. else about the law of attraction you want to share? Well, so there's another one I'm doing now because I'm just crazy this way. This is the inspired action. This is when I have no reflex and I just do things. Okay. But now I'm doing a 365 days of miracle moments. So I'm now on my next year, right? But I love the idea of miracles. And to me, law of attraction is the way to tap into miracles because it's asking. Like every day I say, I expect miracles every day. I think it's a Wayne Dyer quote and um, or affirmation. And when you live in this world of belief that miracles happen, when I say miracles, they're, you know, anything like, oh, I manifested that parking space because I, you know, I, I always manifest parking spaces too. It's so funny. hundred um, percent. But that's a miracle or a miracle that someone nice, like, you know, you said, Oh, I really wish I had some help today. And then someone shows up and, and helps you like, so if you live in this world of believing in, in, in practicing joy and believing in miracles, then it's just, um, then you start to believe more in the faith and the, that the universe and God is here to support you the whole way. And it's just, extraordinary. And I think having faith is the hardest thing for most people because law of attraction is, it's not something where you're, you're just gonna, you have, most people like need to see it before they can believe it. Right. Um, but here we're like telling, we have to have faith that's coming and that's hard for a lot of people. So if you learn, practice your faith muscle, right, then you're going to start believing it more and enjoying the journey and you will attract more because like attracts like, right. You start believing in it. Well, and I, I would say to listeners, wake up every day and live a lifestyle or vibration of expectation or anticipation yeah. of the miraculous. Yes. So, that, so that means when you get out of bed and the kids are screaming, as soon as your feet hit the floor in your own mind and in your own spirit, you are thinking, saying and feeling Today, I'm anticipating and expecting the miraculous. So you have to be intentional about yeah. that, no matter how you feel. Yeah. And then right. you actually begin to create miracles for yourself. 
Yes. You know, and I've been teaching law of attraction for over eight years or seven years in my group. I taught every other week. So that's a lot. I taught a lot. And even so, because I did that, I was lucky because I stayed in the vibration. But I think a lot of people, if you don't have something, some tool that says, okay, I'm going to stay in this energy, then it's easy to slip out. And so if you start with that affirmation, I expect miracles and see, and then just keep saying it every day and just see what happens. It, it's, it's kind of a fun ride if you think about it, because <laughs> right. it, it so many great things ready, ready for us. We just need to ask for it and expect it. And, and the other thing is you make a decision, mm-hmm. you know, what you're thinking, I am not going to be a victim anymore. You know, Joy is your divine birthright. Abundance Mm -hmm. and all of the good that's in the earth is your divine birthright. But you you have to align with it. Yeah. And and, and really begin to to do something different. Right. Go ahead. No, go on. I love it saying doing something different is big. I love that. (laughs) And, And so that's why I believe that intentionally every day, the Bible calls it renewing your mind. You may call it reading something or listening to something. You're renewing your way of thinking, and that will really help you to, you know, just begin to create those miracles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So what else would you like to share? And so I know you talked about declutter uh, mm-hmm. as, as one of the steps for transformation. Uh, what role does that play? Oh, my gosh. Decluttering is Amazing. It's an, it's almost like a miracle in itself. When I did my soul coaching training, Denise Lynch, the, there's a 28 day soul coaching program we did where the first week is all about decluttering because when you clear out all the stuff in your house and your environment, even on your cell phone, you clear out like your old text messages. What it does is it allows room for more things to come into your life. So, and the, the things in our house affect us, things in our environment affect us energetically. Like you can have a picture up of, you know, an old family photo when you're four, but it's a really horrible time. And so every time you walk by that photo, you feel bad, it zaps your energy. And so when we clear out that stuff, and we clear our environment and de- take things away, it allows more space. But another example, if I can share really quick, is my mm-hmm. sweetie was his business. Um, he's been in business for six years now, but around four years, he's really struggling. And he didn't have an office and like his apartment was packed full. And so I, we, we ended up changing his living room and turned it into his office and just making space. Do you see the, the energy around making space? And then after that, his business started to explode. It's almost like he needed to make room. So he cleared out a bunch of stuff and uh, cleared out things he didn't need anymore, cleared out the old, and then the new was able to come in. So if anyone is stuck, I the very first thing, you just do some decluttering and you will be amazed by what comes to you. It is powerful stuff. So true. And and so you you also talked about one way to transform. You know, I just believe in, you know, sometimes if you just do one thing different, it just shifts you. You talked about moving out of your comfort zone. In what way uh, is that uh, a transformational step for people to do in order to uh, thrive and shine? Well, I think when we stay stagnant and we get bored, we actually get depressed. Boredom, I heard boredom and depression are like the same, you know, um, when we get bored. And so I think we are always meant to grow. That's part of being human. And you think about it as a child, you, you grow. And as an adult, yeah, maybe we're physically not growing, but mentally we still crave growth. And 
being out of your comfort zone is an opportunity to grow into your best selves. And it's not always fun. (laughs) Even me who does crazy stuff, I'm like, what was I thinking? That's a little bit out of my comfort zone. But it's our outside of our comfort zone is our growth zone. And we do crave growth. And if we're not growing, that's where most people are waiting to die. I saw that in hospice all the time. A lot of people stop growing and they, they just they're just looking at their watch, like, okay, when am I going to die? And, you know, it was just one of those realizations that we need to get out of the, the comfort zone to really grow. And most people are too afraid of that. And so they stop growing, you know, right. but it's just pushing yourself with, Oh, just a little bit, you know, it's going to be okay. <laughs> and, you know, and it's exciting. And I say that, um, just on the other side of that door, are just mm-hmm. astonishing and amazing uh, situations and circumstances that God has for us. But you got to go through the door first, because every day I believe that God wants to astonish and amaze us. Yes. And, and I think that's, yeah, go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. And so just stepping out of your comfort zone, doing something as small as, I'm going to upload my resume to LinkedIn. Maybe you've been thinking about that and you haven't done that. And that may seem very small, but that is you beginning to open that door uh, and coming out of your comfort zone. And so that God can amaze and astonish you. Yes. Yes. And it's true there. You, I think the part of the inspired action, you're inspired to take an action to one step to that door. And behind that door, behind that door is this amazing event or life or person or whatever, but we can't get to door three without going to door one. And so that's, that's the thing we have to get that courage button and just say, okay, I'm just going to do it. And it feels so good. I mean, we're always so proud of ourselves, you know, when we do something courageous, right? We're like, there's probably lots of situations in our life where we're like, I'm really proud of myself for doing that. That felt really good. Even though it was scary, I'm glad I did that. Well, you know, a great example of that in my own life personally was, I remember the first time that I, um, I think it was 10,000 people that I spoke to 10,000 people. I remember walking to the podium, my, my knees were shaking. I'm like, oh, my God. And uh, and this is what I told the audience. I said, I said, I am so nervous. And they stood up and applauded me for the Aww. vulnerability and honesty. Yeah. But had I never taken those steps. So now, because I did <laughs> put my hand on the doorknob and push that door open, mm-hmm. uh, you know, very scared and nervous and shaky, but I did it anyway. Uh, That step just gave me comfort. So for listeners, whatever it is, it might be, I know somebody is afraid of flying or it might be you afraid to get in water or or get in the swimming pool or or the ocean, just courageously take that step and it will really impact your life. In all other areas. Well, and another thing that I've, I've used recently, and I've heard this, is when uh, the feeling in your body is the same with excitement and, and nervous energy. They're the same. So if you're sitting there saying, well, I'm really anxious and really nervous about this thing, instead say, oh, I'm really excited. Just saying I'm excited. Because if you tap into your body, they're the same energy. So just changing the wording. So if you're doing something that's scary and 
and big and but you sit there and say well I'm excited just keep saying I'm excited I'm excited because you know affirmations are huge right I'm excited I'm excited you are going to get through it a lot easier right. and, and then lastly what role would you say um, you, you mentioned it briefly gratitude plays in, in people really coming out of difficult circumstances well because I think you know we can only think one thought at a time, right? And so if you're going to think anything, gratitude's the easiest thing to tap into. It's, and I have to tell you just a real quick story. I had a patient who was shot in the face by uh, his accidental gun uh, hunting accident when he was 18. I met him when he was 45. He was a quadriplegic, had a voice box to speak, and he was the happiest person I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Happiest person. And because he was so grateful for his family, he was grateful for the nurses and the doctors and everyone who took care of him. He had, and it was a choice. He chose to have grateful thoughts. And he, even though he's completely dependent on his family, he was still happier than most people on this planet. It's really amazing. Wow. And, yeah. and, and so, so for listeners, you know, what do you have in your life right now that you can be grateful for? Look around your house, look at your children, look at your job, look at your car. Uh, I, I was riding in my car in Atlanta, you know, in the ATL traffic is really sometimes crazy. And I was riding in my car and boy, it was just backed up. And, and I was like, oh my God. And then I, I felt the spirit say to me, girlfriend, I mean, God didn't really say that, but I feel like it was like, you got a brand new car with air condition. People, people in third world countries are walking and riding bikes. And that just quickly brought me back. I'm like, father, forgive me. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So even in moments of traffic or whatever, what do you have in your life? that you can be grateful for. Can you see? Can you walk? Do you have your health? And boy, mm-hmm. gratitude is just a powerful tool toward manifestation. Yeah. Wow. So Michelle, tell people about your website. Uh, you are a law of attraction coach. What is your mm-hmm. contact information, et cetera? How can people get your book? Awesome. All, well, all of the above. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, so just go to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And I also have a podcast called Law of Attraction in Action. So that's kind of heard anywhere podcasts are heard. Um, you can get my book on there. And um, and if you want to watch any of my videos, my 365 Days of Miracle Moments, just go to Michelle Joy on YouTube. Again, Michelle with one L. Um, and of course, I'm available social media links and um, I'm going to be doing some online courses here pretty soon and you know my message is to people is you can be and have and do anything but my main hope is that you follow your joy and you be in your joy during this wonderful life of ours well you know God gave you the the right last name right Michelle I know (laughs) right I love it. Uh huh. It, it really aligns with who you are. And I, I just thank you for what you shared uh, you. with listeners all over the world today. And so, guys, uh, go to her website and uh, 
She knows about the law of attraction. And, you know, sometimes you've read everything. You feel like you've read everything and you've listened to everybody. But, you know, you can always listen. And maybe that one person would just really give you that final missing piece of the puzzle for your mm -hmm. own full understanding. So get her book. It's an awesome read. Uh, visit her on social media. And, Michelle, thank you again for, for being a powerful guest. Thank you so much. I, I really enjoy this opportunity and I just thank you for doing all that you do. I love it. Thank you. You're so welcome. Well, everybody remember my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Uh, tell five of your friends about this show, how it's blessing and transforming and changing your life. And as I say every week, you may not know it or feel it, but you are surrounded by a loving, supporting, caring spirit. And I, I want you to think and say this week uh, that my highest good is coming to me now. Make it a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Parts.